Have you been struggling on your interviews? Are you not getting the results that you want? My course, my book, my Kindle book, the Ultimate Job Interview Framework will help you dramatically improve your performance. Now, if you'd like the course, it's a video course that I offer through Udemy. You can order it at TheBigGameHunter.us or as a paperback or Kindle book on Amazon. What the course will teach you is really very simple. The best question to ask on an interview and when to ask it. How to answer the question, tell me about yourself, far better than anyone else would ever answer it. In addition, you'll be able to tell stories that connect the dots with the interviewer about how your background fits the role and be able to ask questions that are going to allow you not to step into the minefield that you've been in too many times before in your job search and in your career. So again, it's called the Ultimate Job Interview Framework. It's available on Udemy. That's U-D-E-M-Y dot com. Uh, or you could go to my course directly at TheBigGameHunter.us forward slash interviews. Again, available inexpensively as a course or as a paperback or Kindle book on Amazon. Now let's get back to the show. This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 2124. I'm your host, Jeff Alton, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome to Monday of a new week. A few weeks until Memorial Day weekend, and I was out in the yard and spending time outdoors and caught a movie on Amazon this weekend. You know, it, it was lovely. I just miss my wife, who's up taking care of her sister uh, and has been since mid-December. Uh, she's a long-haul COVID person. And, uh, you know, it, it's a tough road. Uh, I'll, I'll simply say that. And, you know, this is this show today is one where this is the live stream I did on Friday morning where I answer five questions that I didn't get to during the week. And uh, as you can see in the show notes, I list the five questions there. Hope you find this helpful. Hope you give it a wonderful review wherever you listen to the show. And I just want to remind you that I released a new book last week called The Right Answers to Tough Interview Questions. It's available on Amazon as a paperback and as a Kindle book. Uh, The Kindle book, of course, you can read online if you have uh, Kindle Unlimited and any of the other Amazon services that let you read books in advance. It is 150, 170 pages, I think, that deal with the right answers to interview questions so you can practice in advance. And coupled with my other book, The Ultimate Job Interview Framework, they are a wonderful duo for getting yourself ready for interviews. And with that, we'll be back in just one moment. Today's show is brought to you by JobScan. JobScan is a site where, frankly, they take some of the issues with the black hole, the applicant tracking system, and really help you fix your resume so that it's able to get through the system. Now, the way it was started out is there was a job hunter named James Hu, who was running into problems getting his resume through the applicant tracking systems because he found that they were parsing, ranking, and filtering resumes with, with algorithms. So what he did was develop a system that helps you figure out how your resume matches up against specific jobs and makes recommendations for how to tweak it to make it get through the systems. 
Not 100% perfect, but much, much better than what most people get. So use the link in the show notes. You will get better results with your resume when you submit it through the ATS. Now, we'll be back in just one moment. Hi, I'm Jeff Alpin, the Big Game Hunter. I'm a career coach, a leadership coach, and I've done recruiting for a heck of a long time, and now I coach people throughout a career transition, hiring more effectively, managing and leading workplace-related issues. And last week, I started a first episode of Career Coach Office Hours as a live stream to answer questions you know, I haven't been able to get to because you know, I'm coaching people. I'm developing content. I just released a book yesterday called The Right Answers to Tough Interview Questions, available for Kindle or as a paperback on Amazon. And, you know, it's just a lot to do. So I decided at a minimum once a week on Fridays, I would try and do a live stream to answer questions from people that I just don't get to during the week. So if you have a question for me, what I'd like you to do is send an email to me at thebiggamehunter at gmail.com. In the subject line, put the phrase career coach office hours so I know what it's about. Okay. I've got five questions this week uh, to answer from people. And the first one is, how do you handle relocation discussions during the pandemic, such as the sale and purchase of a home, um, especially when the sale might involve a loss, but still having to pay full price for a new home and such. Now, let's work with the assumption. I'm going to actually let me deal with this on multiple levels. If you're a staff level individual, you're out of luck. You know, they're going to say this is your problem and this is your concern, not ours. They're not going to take on responsibility for you buying a home just because you've lost money on the existing one. So, They'll, they'll basically dismiss this out of hand. Now, that may impact your ability to make a decision to join. And that's probably a good thing because that may put enough stress on them to sometimes change their mind and come up with a few thousand dollars as a sign-on bonus to help ameliorate some of the issues with the home sale that's going to cause a loss. But in terms of buying the new home, you may try and negotiate, and this is true for very senior people as well, uh, try to negotiate uh, moving costs, closing costs, all sorts of the costs related to the new place so that you're not spending a lot out of pocket while moving to the new job. So at the point that the offer is made, that's when you raise this subject. Yeah, I'm sure they've touched on this before. They've spoken about some of their policies. Uh, you can ask about uh, all the details of those policies in writing so that this way there's no confusion and just move on from there. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You have to make a choice whether it's worth it to, to join this company under these circumstances. So that's answer number one. Answer number two. Do you believe that success depends more on what you know than on whom you know? You know, I know the right answer is to say on who you know, but here's the reality. Yes, you can be brought on for a job based upon who you know. And yes, you can be brought on for a job based upon what you know. 
The ideal is to be able to know people and know your subject. <coughs> Excuse me. So that you're not floundering in a new job. So, you know, this either or question that it's one or the other to me is foolhardy. The reality is if you're brought on based upon what you know and you fail, you fail. And why would you want to do that? Why would you put yourself in the position of getting nothing out of this experience and um, hurting yourself professionally as a result? Next question. Do I know what spray and pray means? <laughs> yes, I very much know what spray and pray means. And for those of you who don't, it's when you cast a wide net with your resume and shotgun it to the Western Hemisphere or some large body of people and uh, hope to get results from doing that. There are businesses that are built around the idea of resume blasting, sending it to thousands of recruiters, corporations, and you know they charge a fee for that, of course. And you can do the same thing, but... Here's the reality to it. Spray and pray to companies directly doesn't work very much. You're always better off with an introduction from someone within that organization who will attest to your capabilities and thus advocate for you instead of just blasting. Now, sometimes people think in terms of blasting as you know, in response to ads that they see online. You're going in through the applicant tracking system when you're doing that. And in doing it, the systems are designed to screen you out. You know, in days of old, when there were humans who were screening it, you had a shot. But with a lot of these systems, they're going to rank your resume very poorly and reject you. And from an interview that I did for one of my podcasts some years ago, if you do it too often to the same uh, uh, organization, the HR people in that firm can start um, uh, rejecting your resume through the system without ever seeing it. So you don't want to be serially abusive <laughs> with um, one organization when you're blasting your resume repeatedly for jobs that you in no way, shape, or form qualify. Like, I think this is a hospital, and they were talking about someone who applied for a nursing job, a job in the kitchen uh, at the hospital, and three other things. And uh, they obviously weren't qualified, but they just wanted to work at the hospital and did nothing to try and introduce themselves to people there and get in the door. So that's what spray and pray is. Question number four, why are they interviewing one more candidate who is a referral after asking me for my references? I've been through a lengthy interview process and the recruiter responded that this one referral will be interviewed in the next few days. Is this a dead deal? Not necessarily, but it could be. Because one of the reasons they want to interview this person is they're not, well, they haven't committed to you, obviously. But this could be a person who's referred to them by a senior individual in the organization. It could be that one miracle resume that just arrived at the last minute. That looks perfect for the job. And, um, you know, they want to just see if this person is better than you. Regardless, you're in a situation where you don't have an offer yet. And they want to talk to this one more person to see if they're better than you. What I would do during this period of time is, number one, find out when they're interviewing. 
so that this way you have a reasonable expectation. Let's say it's next Tuesday for the sake of argument. Thursday, Friday, you follow up and you say, hi, how did that interview go with that one final contender? And they'll tell you, oh, that person had a reschedule, which is a message to you that they really prefer that background, that they're holding you off. I would not stop looking for some, uh, something else during this time. You have no guarantees that they're going to not return, that they're going to return to you to make an offer. So keep marketing yourself, keep promoting yourself, keep going on interviews, and you can say to them if, if there's a postponement, it, it seems like you're not completely sold on me. So I'm just going to keep interviewing. And when you're ready to make a decision, circle back to me. You know, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't accept an offer from you, but I'm aware that you're looking at someone else because you're not completely sold on. Oh, we think you're terrific. Well, you're, you're great. But you haven't made an offer yet. You're holding out for this one person who's postponed for, I'm sure, very valid reasons, but you know, you haven't made an offer to me, so I have to keep looking at other things. And that makes it very clear to them that you're not sitting around waiting for the phone like a date on Wednesday night for Friday night or for Saturday night. Oh, will they call me? Will they call? You know, you're not going to do that. You're just going to keep looking, which puts a certain amount of pressure on them to make a decision before losing you. No threats. Notice how I said it. Sounds like you're not completely sold on me. So given that and that you're holding out for this person who's already postponed once, I think I'll just, you know, reactivate my search. And when you're ready to make a decision, let me know. Be very happy to join if the price is right and a few other things. But in the meantime, I'm going to reactivate the search. So that becomes the way I would handle that scenario. Uh, how do I tell my boss I'm leaving? So here's a person who just got an offer with another company that they're going to take. They've been working at this place for a few months, and now they're in the process of training him to be, this is a him, to become uh, qualified for a higher position on the team. You know, the, one person just left the company, another is leaving in a week, and that would be make them the third person gone in a span of about a month, and they feel guilty. Manager's a nice guy, and I hate to do it to him, but I'm leaving them in the dirt for uh, you know, at this point as the third person who's going to be leaving in a month. What do you tell your boss? And it's Friday afternoon as you walk into your boss's office, assuming you have a letter in writing from them. And um, you walk in, and this is what you say. Can I have a minute? At which point... They may say, oh, no, not you, too. At which point you go, yeah, me, too. Why? How could you do this to me? Well, I have to look out for me, too. And I've received an offer that I think is better than what I have here. And um, I'm giving you my notice. Um, and you just sound contrite in the midst of their upset. And that's the most important thing, is sounding... Um, serious, humble, nice, um, caring. Say, look, you know, I have a better offer. You know, I've only been here for a few months. I know there's been turnover, but that's not my story. You know, my story is I've got a better offer and uh, I'm going to be joining that firm. And, 
you know, I'm sorry to leave you short, but you know, I'm, I'm providing you with notice to hire a replacement for me. Uh, so that's the way I'd handle it. Nice, friendly, cordial. Their response is not your concern. You know, some managers are yellows at time like that because they're really frustrated by the fact that they're now in a position where they think they're hurt behind the eight ball and it's going to affect them and their performance review and how they're seen within the organization. When really, it has nothing to do with them, probably. It has everything to do with you and what your needs are. So I'm about to bring office hours to a close. I'm Jeff Altman. Uh, if you have questions for me, um, again, message me at thebiggamehunter at gmail.com. In the subject line, put career coach office hours. And uh, if I don't get to it during the week, I'll definitely get to it on Friday, as long as I don't have a lot of questions. I'm trying to keep it to four or five in a given week. And visit my website, thebiggamehunter.us. There's a ton there in the blog that can help you with job search, hiring more effectively, managing and leading, as well as workplace-related issues. Again, a great resource. If you're interested in my coaching you, what you can do is schedule time for a free discovery call or schedule time for coaching. I'd love to help. Hope you have a terrific day, and most importantly, be great. Take care. Support for today's show comes from CareerFitter. CareerFitter is a site where they give you a 60-question test. It takes about 10 minutes. And out of that, they're going to give you recommendations basically for your ideal business environment, a team-building approach, career matches, work strengths, income potential based upon job matching, preferred communications uh, methods, weaknesses that you may have, a whole host of things. They'll give you a free report. They have a premium report as well. Quality service recommended by Forbes, Psychology Today, and quite a few others. So use the link in the show notes. It will help you start to figure out some of the things you might consider with a new career. And if you hire me to coach you, I'll give you a little bit of a discount and reimburse you for some of the cost of the premium uh, report because it'll help us both with coaching. And now let's get going.